0: and welcome back to our final episode of Misfits. This is season five, episode eight, New Start, written by Howard Overman, directed by Wayne Yip, who we have not seen direct since season three. This episode premiered November, no, December 11th of 2013, and I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. We're going to jump into the recap because a lot happened and we just had some nostalgic farewell as we see our group become the superheroes that Rudy 2 was really trying to make this other group. Today marks the last day of community service for our ASBO 5, as it were. Rudy2 has turned the support group center into the new base of operations for the trio of superheroes, having them pretend to be Asbos to protect their superhero identity, though they don't actually want to pick up litter and shit. And I'm like, if you're superheroes, you do that as well, not just the kicking of the ass. Their first carjacker goes, alright, as Helen zaps him before tossing him in the trunk. Then calling 911 to report a crime. Sam's Hulk impression.
1: I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help.
0: Rudy too comes in with Helen and she did have a stank ass look on her face. Like the other five were below her on some shit and I'm not sure why. Jess tells Rudy his plan of a scratch off sounds hella thin and he loses immediately. And they did come into the bar, so they have their separate little cliques. He tries to apologize to Jess for panicking, as all he saw was fatherhood, middle age, and impending death. To be fair, that was my reaction too. That test came back with the two lines, and I was not elated. No! No! Fucking no! And furthermore, why? Jess tells him fairly that she needed him, and he wasn't there for her, and she was stupid to think that this would work, as it's just his nature to be unreliable. She turns to the jukebox to avoid conversation when she meets a man named Luke that offers to buy her a drink when she admits that she's trying to get away from someone or in this case doesn't uh know what to do about her relationship her one night stand with Luke goes horribly wrong when the guy that she slept with thinks that they can have a future together after one night if they had time when she tells him that's not going to happen he uses his power on her so that when she wakes once again trying to do the same sneak out There is a baby crying, and it's their son, Leo. What the fuck is this? He threw them forward in time and intends to do it again and again until she accepts that he and Leo are part of her life now. He also admits he's done this to other girls, but that she's different. He hands over the baby, and she's, like, awkwardly holding it, like, what the fuck? He tells her, give it time, give it a day with Leo it'll change her mind because he has to go to work she's like what am i supposed to do with this baby and how screwed up is this and i can see it being a little confusing i believe the first two times i watched the show i was very confused on this last episode but i think i finally realized (laughs) i say i think because i hope this is right is that she would have gotten pregnant regardless because of the one night stand. And all he did was propel the relationship where she would have already had the baby, went through the experience, and he's trying to use that connection to get himself in the picture as well as if, you know, she has to stay with him because of the baby. Now, I do know England has very different ideals around this that are a lot more societal based. Like, there's not a whole system looking for deadbeat dads. I'm sure they're they're out there. But there's kind of like a societal code where in which a man takes care of his child. <laughs> and it's not just life. She calls Rudy, but his phone is disconnected and then goes to the community center where she learns Finn is a trainee probation worker. Uh, the Asbo younger group, Helen, Sam, and named Karen are there as well then it's like holy shit gives her a hug because we learned she has been gone for well over a year and everyone thought that she was dead oh lord! I laugh when she said why are you dressed like a dick Alex despite saying he would not be behind a bar a year later is still a bartender Marvelling. That this cute little baby came from Justice Twat while Finn plays babysitter while she's in the bathroom. Abby shows up to the bar to admit that she's been the victim of a cruel practical joke. Finn has assembled everyone together to give them the news. Uh, Rudy shows up clearly in a state of depression and upon being told that he was in the middle of a I don't know if he said Golden Girls or no, Marty, she wrote marathon like a 19 binge hour uh, he's told that jess is back and apparently the friendship between finn and rudy resumed as he falls to the floor in relief crying at first saying you know what she's too late <laughs> and then he drops that act real quick the two reunite with rudy admitting he looks like shit because he let himself go the last year i just asked if finn tell you about the baby he thinks it's possibly his and she tells him i'm sorry i don't think so i think it's luke's <laughs> then he went from crying so who the fuck is luke
1: i'll put a whooping on their ass so fast boy
0: rudy 2 superhero group has evolved into actual murdering criminals it would seem as helen and the others assist in killing a man because he discarded some litter <laughs> this this is not okay they've apparently killed so many people they can't even bury them in the same place that everyone else killed so the murdering continues jess and rudy talk about the situation and while she states that she was mad at him this is a whole other level of fucked up as she feels no connection to the baby rudy had brought her some crisps and milk for the baby and a scratch off that he simply cannot win He tells her he never stopped looking for her, hoping she would come through the door with her beautiful face and smile, and that he is triple sorry for his actions. He tells Jess the baby does have her eyes, grabbing his tiny hands and admitting they're tiny enough to crush a grown man's heart. Rudy 2 is going through newspaper clippings and he realizes that his group of superheroes are murdering and chooses to spy on them the next day. Finn tells Gary that the kids aren't in the system and doesn't know why they're there. He confronts Helen in the locker room about it so she zaps him and plans to bury him in another place because their spot is full. Rudy 2 spies their actions and is able to steal the car distracting karen with finn in the trunk and sam follows admitting they've decided to kill the Wakers as the system is a joke like they're never going to change we might as well just kill people because that's the easier solution <laughs> i love when sam fell off his car they want him to be okay with this he says i am not i'm actually really fucking angry rudy is breastfeeding because leo was in need he needs some milk abby and alex's face particularly alex had me dying they were so freaking appalled (laughs) he's like what your nipple was not available lovely as they are so he needed something to suck on and then he starts lactating and he says love guys is stronger than biology that's nasty Rudy 2 calls with the update that his girlfriend and her friends are murderers and he enabled everything. It's like I made a mistake. The amount of times that Rudy said for fuck's sake is pretty much me during an afternoon. <laughs> he tells um, Rudy that they never should have split up. He was right he's gonna handle it and that he loves him before disconnecting finn comes in to really reiterate what was already known and rudy says they picked the wrong day as he's feeling very hormonal the group tool up and head to the community uh, community service center <laughs> i don't know why so many ass like syllables with the baby and all they love the crew. They love- Alex points out the obvious, their powers are better, the other group. And then Finn says, Define better, he can fly. And lo and behold, there is Sam flying as Helen thinks they need to kill them all. They huddle after they're being chased by Sam and ask what's the plan. Rudy thinks that Alex should mount him, remove the jumpsuit, and fuck the power out of him. Alex is like, I thought maybe he would cook me dinner first. Ben finn's like well if you can't do it he's like mm, i didn't say i couldn't do it i can do it mm, no you can't seriously what is the plan <laughs> just as not realizing this is exactly the fucking plan as alex runs after sam intent on proving his capability applauded by rudy He does handle business, Alex that is, screaming I'm a fucking superhero while fucking Sam in the air, before realizing that without his flying ability, they both would fall to their death, which Sam does with a splat. However, Alex is saved by Finn, who moves a dumpster to catch him, finally getting better at his powers. Handsome Barman says he knew he could do it rudy too confronts helen with her betrayal as she was never to find out and has camouflage karen knock him unconscious and hide him away tied up rudy tells jess to wait outside to take care of leo in case something happens and that if she wants he will love the little man like he were his own she tells him to be careful he says that's my name careful (laughs) like rudy careful jeffrey wade (laughs) jess begins to feel the maternal connection to leo she's like what are you doing to me don't you fucking do that to me and i was thinking the same thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love you so much (laughs) i don't want this the gang find both gary and his lover in the middle of sex (laughs) i forgot what his name is but (laughs) (laughs) they both come out as if it weren't obvious and they just calmly close the door Heron, who had a crush on sam shanks all of them with a knife while staying camouflaged but finn saves the day killing her with a piano rudy said g flat because she flat you the fucking best you the fucking best then rudy too chooses to show up and tell helen how she broke his heart and then he chooses his loser friends with rudy apologizing for not appreciating appreciating him and the two reunite He's like, yeah, with both of us, we are stronger than ever. They need a plan to take her out, so they decide to piss. (laughs) So when she electrocutes them, she will herself be electrocuted. They thought they were going to save themselves with rubber soles, except they didn't have any on their feet, I don't believe. So I laughed when he was electrocuted because it was hysterical. unfortunately rudy dies leaving jess a quid because he finally wins on a lottery ticket which is the equivalent of a dollar and 42 cents in u.s money they bury him jess says that she's going to return home to luke's she begins feeding leo before laying him down and playing with him she says she's doing this for him before leaving a video message we find out later was to herself When Luke comes home, he finds that she is dead. I didn't know she killed herself. I was like, oh damn. And it forces him to throw them back in time to the day that they met. He says he'll get it right. She allows Luke to have sex with her because after she watches the video, she realizes she has to have sex with him so that Leo can be born, but that Luke is a psycho and that you must kill him because he will never let you go, which he does. So she allows herself to be impregnated on the toilets before shanking him, leaving his body to rot. Uh, Nobody cares about the bodies that pop up around here. Hell, she might have went out and kissed Rudy and said, we got a body we got to bury. And this would not be out of the norm for them because this is what happens. This is what they do. And he was a genuine bad guy. Um... I like the message she left too, like, Rudy's an asshole, but he's there for you and your baby. Uh, the disaster of basing your life off a jumper <laughs> Save Rudy 2's autonomy and his relationship with Helen. Things so end so tragically for him. Jess tells them all about their future, and that if they want to avoid it, then maybe they should stop fucking around and become proper superheroes. They all agree, because she said she's been to the future. And that's how we end our episode with them drinking atop the community service. Why do I want to keep saying community service center? Because I'm thinking community service is what you serve. (laughs) And that is how we end our episode with them properly becoming those superheroes we've been wanting our Asbos to become. That never really, I mean, season three for the most part, they fell into it, but here you have another group very definitively declaring this is what they're going to do this is their calling in life so i thought it was a really good wrap-up season five definitely was way better than season four we had a lot more humor a lot more things that brought us to the show i'm gonna chalk it up to they were just thrown out of the loop when everybody was like deuces (laughs) and they had to build everything back from scratch i'm sure that's not ideally what he had in mind Howard Overman and it's unfortunate but I do think that they recovered in this fifth season at least did enough justice to each storyline and you really did end up liking them all except with the exception of Finn even though this was probably the first episode that he was not the worst in and it probably was because it was a year that passed and he learned to grow the fuck up because Jess wasn't there so it was necessary for him because even the last day of community service he was staring in her direction as if she ever felt the same like dude you're obsessed and i'm not sure why so that is our ending of the season but wait there is feedback let's hear what shy has to say on our bowing out episode
1: Come to the end of the road, the Misfits series finale, episode eight of season five. And yes. <laughs> we end just as we begin. Or not really, but um very interesting ending to the series. For sure, this was a very <laughs> bizarre episode that I don't even know what to say about it. We meet um well, Jess and Rudy two uh Rudy one are still at odds after Rudy pretty much um, ditched her and his uh panic mode of thinking about being a father and him not being able to handle it so <clears throat> he shot the deuces somewhat so they're at odds and you know my thing is jess had every right to be upset about the way rudy treated her um i didn't think there was any need to for her to apologize or feel bad about being upset about how Rudy was treating her, but I don't know, whatever. Um, but he, she meets Luke. Is that his name? Future guy who jumps them. She sleeps with him uh, and gets pregnant by him, and then jump. He jumps her to the future where she has the baby, and she goes and meets up with the gang a year later. And so we have Rudy 2's superhero crew turning into murderous <laughs> villains in disguise. Or do-good- murderous do-gooders, I guess is what they want it to be known as. Oh, the system isn't working, so we'll just kill them. And that way, we have a permanent solution instead of depending on the court system. There you go. <laughs> They're taking justice in their own hands, so to speak. So I don't know if littering qualifies as a death sentence, but apparently it did in this episode. So, um, so that was crazy. And then we have, um, Alex still at the bar, even though he didn't think he would still be there. But then again, it's only a year later. Um, sometimes it takes a while to get traction in whatever career path you want to take. So I don't think that's a lot of time to have gone by <clears throat> to where he needed to be doing something totally different unless he's, you know, I don't know. But anyway, and then we have Abby holding up for, I still don't understand what she was doing, a golf sale sign. Like, why were you doing that? I don't, I didn't understand. So and then Rudy was <clears throat> excuse me, um, in depression mode and can't function because he doesn't have Jess or Rudy Two in his life, so um, and Rudy Two is with the what well, they somewhat superheroes, the, the or the gang that he thought would be superheroes that end up being murderers and he finds this out by reading i guess putting two or two together with the newspaper articles and yeah so and then we have the probation worker who had the least surprising revelation of all time (laughs) when he tells the gang that he's gay um which uh wasn't a surprise to anyone um, and yeah, Finn is a trainee probation worker, because why would he not be? Anyways, so they all find out that these superheroes are not really superheroes. They're killing people. They kidnap Finn. They get together to take them down. Sam is the first to, I don't know why they just didn't team up and try to take him out. whatever but he tries to take him out he gets alex and of course being goaded by finn which not quite sure why he fell for that um he goes out there to have sex with sam to get the power from him and he thought it would be a good idea to do it mid-flight And not think about well when the power is gone and you're I don't know how many 50 stories up uh, what must what goes up must come down so didn't quite think that through Alex but Finn's powers amazingly work in two different instances that saves the day so with um, Sam and with uh, Helen so no, not Helen. The other girl. I forget her name. The invisible girl. Uh, dang, why do I forget her name? That's crazy. I don't remember it. But, yeah. So, and of course we got Jess with a baby um, that she had with Luke. Which I'm like, why? <laughs> she falls in love with the baby. Rudy falls in love with the baby. They... they kiss and make up so to speak rudy and rudy to get back together they kiss and make up and um yeah they rudy the rudys combine again for the first time in a while and um helen executes them both and they all die and right before he dies he wins the million dollar scratch off the mega bucks or whatever and yeah so Jess records herself and then kills herself and then Luke is devastated so he goes back in time to prevent that from happening I don't know why he had to go all the way back a whole year (laughs) <laughs> i mean couldn't he have just gone back earlier in the day and then just prevent to prevent the whole thing from happening her killing herself i don't know but anyway so they go all the way back to the beginning before they even met and just has the recording of saying hey and i'm like well shouldn't what wouldn't that not exist either if you went back and erased that i don't know i don't know anyway yeah their version of the time travel was very interesting and um yeah so she had the message and she prevented she still had sex with luke just so she can have the baby part but she didn't want the the boyfriend part so she killed him and um yeah And yeah everything's different Her and Rudy get back together At that point And um They decide to be superheroes For reals for reals So That's how it ends That's how this series ends Um Yeah <laughs> Well i mean it was a journey it was quite the journey this misfits ride i'm not gonna lie i missed the og gang i you know even though i warmed up to some of the newer gang the characters in this one but it just wasn't quite the same um for me and um but i'm glad i stuck it out and um finished it off and um It was definitely uh, interesting I will say that much and so yeah Um, so adios misfits until next time much love peace and black or magic queen of the couch shy
0: and there you have it shy's final thoughts so something that he was confused about I was like girl it was in the episode. <laughs> so the first thing when you said, I don't know why Jess would feel the need to apologize. I don't know when she apologized, unless you're talking about the part on the tape where she says, stop being a dick to Rudy. That's just telling herself to stop being angry. Brits have a different way of talking than us. So that wasn't her saying she shouldn't be angry. Clearly he's apologizing because he know he messed up and she iterates to him once again you know this is why i'm angry and i don't think that this can work uh, but her apologizing like I don't, I don't think like even when she was like he's like i never stopped looking she's like look i was mad at you even the second conversation she's like yeah i was mad at you but it, this is a whole other thing And um, she did kind of, like, jump out of their relationship and then go sleep with another man. I mean, that's, uh, (laughs) we had one fight, and then you went and had sex with someone else. (laughs) If that's how you end the relationship, um, (laughs) that's, I wouldn't say it's worth an apology, but it definitely, like, you knew love was involved. You knew them feelings was going to be hurt. Um, and the point was not that Alex didn't get further in life after a year of him wanting to not be at the bar is that he didn't choose a different path. Um, he didn't like that. He wasn't being his full potential as he could be. He chose to be stuck behind that bar. Like there was nothing in the future that he said like, Oh, I'm, I'm just not working out here, not working out there. Or I applied myself is kind of where that's at uh and as far as what abby was doing you know some people that you'd be seeing on the street and they'd be having those signs and they say like "sale here clearance here that's what she was doing except for it was a golf place but someone prayed a, played a practical joke on her there was never a golf place so she was holding the sign like someone came up to her and was like hold this sign and i'll pay you for your services And after two weeks, and then she didn't get paid, she realized, oh, someone played a joke on me. There was never a a golf place selling these X amount of items. But people do do it for cash. Um... Yeah, the thing with Gary, it was all about, he was angry, his whole persona is because he was in the closet, and him coming out of the closet gave him some peace. Um... You asked why did uh, Alex fall for it? They even said it in the episode. Because he's egotistical. And he has insecurities regarding uh, his invincibility or his capabilities. So all they had to do was play into those insecurities to get him to do what they wanted him to do. (laughs) And then he did it without anyone having any thought of, oh shit. But he was backed up by the fact that his friends still saved him um so there's that part uh (laughs) i put on what part of anatomy (laughs) Uh, they did say like i know you said the the future with him was weird it was more like those train those events leading up to it you know you had the fight with rudy you went like her future was going to be she was going to have a baby it was never going to be rudy's baby um so it was a point of how these jumpers are just to peek into your future. It doesn't give you the whole story and how things happen. So her getting that jumper at the end of last episode and this episode was the straight into how it got to where she had this baby. Um What else? I think that was about it. I think I didn't write anything. Um Oh yeah, you were asking why did he have to go back to the exact day. So if anything, Simon taught us that it has to happen the way it happened. So he could not just go back a few months or this, that, or the other thing. He had to, in his mind, I think he can only throw you back and forth through time at a certain point. Like we know the ability to go back in time, that power is destroyed. So he can't, he can just... I think he can bounce back from a certain point to the future now did he need to go back to the beginning i'm not sure but if you're gonna start it all over again why wouldn't you Uh, that would be my thought process like why am i gonna go two months and my guess is that he really went from like that time for her waking up the next morning and then he propelled them through time to where they already had their baby and thus he started from there So that's my guess on that. Um, It's kind of in the in-between, but I I, I didn't even, it didn't contemplate to me of why wouldn't he go back to the beginning? Because maybe he can do something different this time to even stop her being resistant. Maybe there was something in their first interaction that he can alter. I can see him. I see someone choosing that easily. I mean, that would have been the first thing I would have done particularly. Like, we're just going to start from scratch. (laughs) And that is, uh, wraps up your feelings and my feelings regarding the episode. I think I, because I like the character Rudy a lot more, um, than you did. A little bit more invested in the Rudy and Jess relationship. Uh, but I thought it was a good wrap up for these characters as much as they could have gotten for the, the shorter amount of time and the way in which they were introduced. Um. Because it's a huge concept to pick up even at the beginning, right? Look at all the things we, you guys had to overcome just to get to the next part of, okay, I'm going to forget all the things that are problematic with this and lean into. And you kind of had to do the exact same thing with these characters. And unfortunately, it did, it wasn't as a uh, easy thing to be done. And, uh, I think overall, Uh, it's a solid season besides if i can a series if i can like the majority of a series versus the minority of a series i think that's a pretty damn good series so that is where we end it uh i don't recall what takes over for this show but my calendar is out there if you want to send feedback for any of my other shows blackrowcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on any podcast that I have out there. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, go over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.